The United States of America, 2,399. Great Britain, 780. Russia, 1,405. Australia, 468. These are countries bursting with Olympic success. This show is not about those countries or the athletes that represent them. This is about the other guys. The guys that have not won a medal. Not won. Not even close. These are the countries we are going to be following, as well as the athletes that represent them and their stories. This is Medallica, Minnows versus the World. Good morning and welcome to episode 7 of Medallica Colon Minnows vs. the World. How are we, Rig? I'm very good, Gustop. I'm ready to get this show on the road. Yeah, we are, we are recording uh, mere hours after we last recorded uh, due to our <laughs> decision to uh, stay up all night uh, to, uh, to interview Jonas Kinder, which was an absolute pleasure. He's a gentleman and a scholar. He's, uh, fa- he's fantastic. The unfortunate byproduct of that interview, however, is that I'm now on Rio time. <laughs> So I'm eating breakfast, which is consisting of a beer. <laughs> Not only that, but uh, but as a as a result, um, our Twitter is is blowing up with. Uh, and by blowing up, I mean we've got one tweet. Yes, uh, but it is is from uh, the one, uh, the only Mr. Stephen Lambden from the uh, the US uh, Olympic Taekwondo team. Yeah, uh, who Slam or Slam Dog, Slam Dog as he gets called in the Taekwondo circles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Slam and Steve, he's uh, he has come into the come to the party and he's basically uh, said, look, uh, anything that I can do to assist uh, to assist you guys with uh, tracking down your remaining uh, two uh, two targets, I will uh, I will do, which is great. It's good to see a superpower acknowledging that uh, that minnows are really far far more important in uh, in the Olympics than they are. Exactly right. Yeah, it it takes a big man. Uh, with a big swinging roundhouse like Stephen Lambden uh, to acknowledge that fact. Yep, yep. They were going to send Kurt Russell as they try to do every single Taekwondo Olympics, but uh, they've gone. No, nope. we'll send uh, we'll send somebody else this time. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. All righty. So uh, we've decided that uh, that we're going to put our money where our mouth is, uh, yep. and uh, we have such faith in uh, in in our three boys in Giannis Kinder, Kimmy Collins, and uh, and uh, Mr. Rashid. Such- Powerful, Monsieur Rashid Sadibi. Such powerful blind faith. Yep, uh, that we've decided to put uh, to put some money on them. So yep. uh, we're going to put a multi on, which is uh, which is the three men to place, uh, and also individually on on their events uh, for them to place. And that would be fine if there were markets available but for uh, for Giannis uh, or for Rashid. And that is that's offensive. Yep, uh, that is a, a huge level of disrespect for uh, for two men who are setting the world alight with their talents. Yep. So uh, we've decided to call a prominent uh, Australian bookmaker who will uh, uh, remain semi-nameless. Uh, we'll call him C-Bet. No. To, uh, what about Crown B? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, and we've decided to get them to frame uh, some markets for us. So let's, uh, let's listen to that now. Surveillance on Sadibi. Oh, you speaking with Mick? Hey, Mick. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. What can I do for you? Mate, just looking to, uh, to put some uh, Olympic bets on. Okay, Gus, what were you um, looking at? Mate, looking at uh, at uh, Rashid Sadibi in the men's 100kg. Uh, the judo. The judo. Yep. Yep, so I uh, want to grab him top four into uh, into Kim Collins. Rashid Sadibi. 
Sadibi. Okay, so he's in, yep. Yep, uh, and then Kim Collins, the men's 100 metre. Okay, so Kim Collins for podium, $41. So we'll uh, yep. just multi those two together. Yep. And, uh, what and, do you want to spend? Uh, put 10 on that. Okay, and just uh, one more bet, mate. Yep. And uh, and uh, Rashid Sadibi to win gold. That's rolling into um, into uh, the men's marathon. Uh, Giannis Kinder from uh, Refugee yep. Olympic team. Yep. <laughs> I just put him in. All right, cool. How much did you want to spend? Uh, ten, 10 bucks on that as well. If you can let uh, just recap um, for me what the potential winnings are from those two events, that'd be great. All right, so that'll pay 65600 Okay, and, and the other one? And the um, Sadeeb and Kim Collins one yep. wins you 4920 Okay, not a problem, mate. Thanks for that. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Oh, my God. Yes, my first thing that I'm going to buy is a solid gold toilet. Don't ask me why. I can do what I want now. I'm rich. I don't have to answer to you, you goddamn peasants. <laughs> I'm quitting this podcast right now, and I'll see you later. See you, Rig. We're already getting tweets in. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got Slam on the phone. <laughs> He's going to dial in for the rest of the podcast. Uh, yeah, I'll be getting an orchestra just to, uh, just to play me into every room of my new mansion. Uh, and uh, and not only that, but I'm going to get Igor Stravinsky's uh, family <laughs> to uh, judge how good they are and just really slam them for a lack of talent. So good. All righty. Well, uh, aside from that, uh, we do have some news, uh, Reed Kimmy Collins. Yesterday we said that we didn't, uh, and uh, that was because that uh, that news hadn't come through yet. That's how news works. It, uh, it happens, then, then it's reported. Uh, basically... Uh, there's and a bit analysed of, by hacks like us. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of a media beat up about uh, about whether Collins was going to make it to Rio uh, or not um, because uh, the flight that he was booked on um, he he had missed. Uh, now that in itself is not news because uh, because he is definitely going to get there. Um, it's, it's also not news because he's the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Yeah, the reason he missed his flight was because he stood at the airport. They called him. And he watched the plane leave while flipping at the bird. <laughs> <laughs> Left, w- went to a bar, just had a couple of shots and was like, you know what? I'll leave when I'm ready. Exactly. I'll right. leave when I'm ready. Uh, the only problem with this is that there is another side to Kim Collins' story, which is the side of his long-suffering uh, team managers, coaches, and, uh, and, uh, and teammates. <laughs> and here are some, here are some quotes uh, from uh, the St. Kitts and Nevis team. Open quotations. Uh, there's quite a buzz from the international press to do interviews with Kim upon his arrival. How we turn that into gold for St. Kitts and Nevis is yet to be seen. He first has to actually arrive. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's close, closely followed up uh, with, with, another, <laughs> with another quote that says, The team is settling in nicely. The team captain has taken charge of his team and he's settling into that role pretty well. At the moment, the only person missing from the team is Mr. Kim Collins, as per usual. <laughs> Just like a pissed off teacher speaking to somebody's parents at the PNC <laughs> meeting. Oh. Oh, Daniel was late as, as usual. usual. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, so we can we can only imagine that uh, that Kim is probably uh, probably going to rock into camp. He's expected on Sunday, so he'll be there sometime on Friday, about fourteen <laughs> hours before his event. Taking uh, a leaf out of Nigeria's book. Yep. Yep. He'll just uh, he'll just roll in. He'll uh, he'll be in be in aviators that he can, uh, refuses to take off for the event. <laughs> And that studded leather jacket that he's been rocking everywhere. Oh, the best. Anyway, that, uh, that brings our, uh, our surveillance on Sadibi segment to a close, which is good because 
we have a delightful segment uh, that we uh, we always love to call. Apocalympics now. It's been a big day. It's been it's been a huge day. Uh, it's the end of the uh, of the second day of competition, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, which means that we're getting very close to um, the swimming contingent of uh, of the Olympics, uh, making use of those four hundred and fifty thousand condoms that Rio ordered, <laughs> <laughs> which apparently is basically that they are the biggest uh, proponents of uh, of party and uh, and just general uh, it's, uh, uh, thug lifeness. I'm, I'm really I'm really. Uh I'm really impressed with the, with the fact that they've uh, they've given 450,000 condoms out to just the people in the Olympics because they don't even do that for their own people. So <laughs> that's that is that they is, couldn't give a shit about people out on the streets. But yeah. they're like, you athletes got to stay safe. Yeah, okay? that's 450,000 more condoms right, that now, are currently in Brazil. Now open the packet and grab the banana <laughs> that I gave you. Ah, <laughs> uh, so uh, swimmers. There yep. is there is some big news. Uh, we as we've said uh, along along the entire journey, we're not here to celebrate the success of countries that have already won medals. Not at all. That's not our jam. I hate success. We we are anti-success unless it is uh, from a country that has not tasted success, in which case we are pro-success. We are all about success. We're just about success, but those are the parameters. Very narrow window of success. Yeah. So, uh, So looking at that, Rig. Yes. Mac Horton. Mac Horton, Mac the knife, Mac the knife, because he is just verbally cutting dudes up. <laughs> I love this guy already. No, he's not a minnow. He's from Australia, but he won. It, it's just it's worth saying, and we just didn't really know where to put it besides Apocalympics. But he has waged absolute psychological warfare on the man formerly known as Sun Yang. <laughs> that dude is now a shell because he just got ripped apart. Mac Horton, if you haven't heard, uh, has kind of. Ironically, seems to have read uh, the Art of War by Sun, by Tzu, Sun Tzu. The irony's he, not lost. He literally went, got into Sun, Yang, Sun Yang's mind, and rearranged all the furniture. Oh, uh, all right. So talk us through what's actually so happened. He's gone in there, and uh, absolutely every chance he gets, he will allude to the fact that Sun Yang. Uh, was a drug cheat. In 2014, he actually tested positive uh, for a prohibited stimulant. Uh, He was banned very quietly, actually, uh, for three months, uh, which no one had really heard about because China tends to keep shit under wraps pretty well. Uh, But FINA announced it a couple of months later and everyone just lost their minds. So he's he's been banned for three three months uh, a couple of years ago and just Mac Horton will not let him live it down. And every chance he gets is alluding to the fact that he's a drug cheat. A couple of days ago, they're all in the training pool. As you know, it's a, it's an absolute free-for-all in there. It is, the, it, the Aussies are there with their snorkels, with snorkels. in the soupy yeah. water. Com- complaining about the Campbell's quality of the water. Exactly. And uh, so this is all going on. And uh, Sun Yang apparently uh, splashed him to say hello. Uh, and his, he was, when he told a media outlet this, he said, yeah, he tried to splash me to say hello. I didn't respond because I don't have time for drug cheats. Yes! He's just vicious. Yeah. He's what the kids on, on the internet call savage yeah. these days. And it, it, it's he has he has face to face trolled this guy. Oh, and yeah, so it's 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 not only that, he's not even doing it behind his back and feeding it to media outlets. Uh so he obviously went out and he he beat Sun Yang by a, a pretty slim margin to claim the gold medal uh, yep. in the four hundred meter free. In the in the in the post in in the the post swim conference, uh, they're fronting up to media him and uh, and Sun Yang and the 
third guy, who cares? Uh, and they're all having a chat and um, and then he just goes off again while the guy is right next to him and just goes, yeah, you know what? Um, I just, you know, I don't have a problem with it. I just think that uh, it's completely offensive that he's even allowed to compete here because he tested positive and is a drug cheat. <laughs> and, and then follows that up by going... Oh no, I'm not. A, I'm not embarrassed about what I see. Oh, yeah, I'm not embarrassed Be- because it's true. Because it's factual. He tested, he tested positive. positive. He's a drug cheat. <laughs> and this poor guy's sitting ten centimeters away from him. His face is so close to his. They could be oh. dancing cheek to cheek, and l- like the Christaberg lady in Red Red Song. And it's just he he's just viciously going at this dude. <laughs> Oh, it it's is the best. It's fantastic. And, and and the Chinese media have not taken this well. Oh no. It's so it's blown up and everyone hates him on Weibo, which is like Chinese, <laughs> Chinese Facebook, Facebook. And like all this other stuff. Like they're just like, this dude sucks. Uh, you know, he's not classy. Um, you know, the way that he went about stuff. Yeah, why can't he just take drugs like the rest of us? Yeah, exactly. And he's just like, well, um, I have a gold medal now. And, like, obviously, like, he's still complaining, like, not complaining, but he's still pointing it out. And he's just like, he comes out and everyone's just like, oh, you know, what do you think uh, about all these people getting up in arms? And he's just like, uh, I'm just happy that this was a win for clean athletes. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> oh, my God. Thug life. <laughs> and in news that we're just receiving, uh, 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 Mac the knife has not stopped this uh, uh, this warfare. Uh, now that he's uh, he's no longer needing to compete against Sun Yang, uh, he has just gone to Sun's uh, Sun's apartment uh, and written in condoms pinned to his door, "drug sheet," <laughs> <laughs> which is which is about as vicious as the Olympic Village gets. Apart from uh, the the uh, Rio public, uh, who who will they'll, they'll kill you? Yeah, they'll, yeah, for sure. They'll go to work on you. Uh, which uh, which brings us to uh, the U.S. basketball team who, as, uh, as we've mentioned before, were just, again, living thug life on their yacht. Yep, their, their super yacht. Their super yacht that they've moored off the coast, uh, which is patrolled by, uh, by security, security guards in boats and then also security guards on land. The only thing missing is drones and flying monkeys from The Wizard of Oz. That's, that's it. Uh, so they've had to come ashore so that they can actually compete in this Olympics, which they were only told uh, that they had to. They thought that they were on some they, kind of on, on carnival boat, yeah. uh, club med holiday. <laughs> they're on carnival cruises, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, so they've had to come ashore uh, because mm-hmm. they've had to play uh, China in their first match, who they doused in flames. It was about 117 to 60. Fantastic. Uh, however, before they, uh, before they went to, um, uh, to compete... Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out that they have uh, decided uh, that they all needed to visit a uh, a spa in inverted commas. Yep. Um, it turns out that this spa was not a spa; it was nope. actually a brothel. Yes. Uh, and uh, and the media have uh, have gotten hold of this story oh, yeah. because uh, they've been photographed uh, yep. in uh, coming out of the uh, yep. of the inverted commas spa yep. and there, have been questioned about it. There, there there are so many questions that came out of this. Uh, I mean. Not only is it just a brothel, uh, it is a very, very famous brothel. Yeah, uh, and, and not only is it not close to Rio, it's, it's very, not, very far it's from very, Rio. It's about an hour's drive as the crow flies. <laughs> uh, it's not something that you're just like, well, I don't know, let's just kind of check what's going on here. You, can, you don't do that when it's taking you an hour drive to get wherever the hell this place is. I, I, I in general, don't trust anybody that says that they've, uh, they've stumbled at, like... Oh, I thought it was a bar. Oh no, it turns out it's a brothel. I don't trust yeah. anybody that says that. I definitely don't trust the US basketball team. Oh, definitely there, not. There's there's no there's no chance. But my question is, if you have a super yacht, yep. 
why are you going to a brothel in Rio? I know. That makes no sense. So you are at all. You are a six foot nine black guy. Yeah. Uh, just go to the Olympic millions, Village. Who makes millions of dollars. Literally point at a woman and <laughs> it'll happen. That's, well, uh, I mean, that's what I assume is the case when you're that when you have reached that level of wealth and prominence. Well, we both we both know that there is a uh, there's a series of uh, of uh, communicative skills that are required and uh, and a level of respect uh, for your uh, for your your said partner. However, yes, uh, th- that that I think is diminished in the Olympic Village uh, if you're looking at swimmers who have just finished their program who have basically on record said. Uh, now this is uh, now now our our competing is done. Uh, we haven't had a drink in three years and three hundred and forty days. Yeah, uh, and also I just got given ten thousand condoms. Like yep. it's that is suggesting that uh, they should probably not need to go uh, yeah. to a to a spa. No, you, you wouldn't need to go there. The, the The funniest part of all this is even after they they had gone to this this brothel that they thought was a spa. Guess what they have on the luxury yacht. A fucking spa. Busted. There is a spa on the luxury yacht. Well, I mean, there's there's also a brothel on the luxury yacht. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, none of this makes any sense. But I uh, look. It's it's the US basketball team. They're uh, they're they're here. They're for a, a lovable bunch of rapscallions <laughs> just yeah. headed for gold. Worth a combined uh, a combined five billion dollars. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so they've uh, they've played their game against uh, against China and they've gone back to their to their yacht where uh, uh, where a buffet dinner will be served and a piano man will uh, sing Billy Joel songs. <laughs> <laughs> he's been on the boat for way too long. He's, yeah. got, he's got to get out. Uh, all right. Uh, the, the final uh, point in, uh, in uh, Apocalympics now this week. Uh, oh, Today. Today. We can't. I, I'm going I'm to continue to say it. We're doing a daily <laughs> podcast and, uh, and I will just keep saying this month, this week. Uh, anyway, so the safety coordinator for the opening ceremony. Yeah. Yep, the safety coordinator uh, ironically doesn't know how to coordinate their own safety uh, <laughs> as they almost got robbed immediately after the opening ceremony. That's such a poor physical embodiment of your CV. I know. It's that, like, it's like that, how- that is Rio 2016 in a nutshell. In a nutshell. If, if you can't protect yourself, how are you, how are you expecting to protect the 140,000 people? That literally sounds like a tagline from the movie event. <laughs> That depicts the Rio 2016 games in a oh. world <laughs> where you can't coordinate your own safety. How are you supposed to be safety coordinator? Oh, the there is a uh, there is so so much to uh, uh to enjoy about uh but, but basically this guy uh, someone tried to rob him uh, and it was an uh, attempted it, robbery. it was attempted robbery so that puts him in the top uh in the top percentile. Uh, of incidents at the uh, at the Olympic Games because mm-hmm. most other people have been pretty robbed. Yeah, like if if you were, if, if you are going to classify, they've been one hundred and ten percent robbed. robbed. You're, if you are classifying how robbed they've been, yeah, it'd be one hundred and ten percent. They got really, really quite robbed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> very robbed. Very robbed. Yeah. Anyway, so that is uh, that is the end of Apocalypse now, uh, which brings us into uh, into one of my favourite segments. 
Craft Olympics. Yes. We continue on. Uh, if you're uh, first listening to the show, between 1912 uh, uh, and 1948, uh, arts and crafts were uh, <laughs> awarded medals <laughs> at the Olympic Games. I still love how you say arts and crafts because it just evokes images of like kids yeah, doing finger doing painting. Ma- macaroni necklaces. Like that shit you do with the paddle pop sticks and yeah. the yarn. Yep, totally, <laughs> totally. Or you just get paint on an A4 piece of paper on one side and oh, then you yes, press and it you together press it, and then it you forms open, a mirror uh, image. Or the thing where it's like all rainbow and then it's black over the top and then you like do your thing with like scissors or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Classic. Origami. All, all of these. Uh, anyway, so this week we're, uh, we're focusing on, uh, on our first of, of the art uh, section, which is going to be sculpture. Okay. So sculpture. Uh, it, was, uh, it was split into a couple of different categories in 1936, uh, otherwi- otherwise known as, uh, Hitler's, as Olympics. Hitler's Olympics. Yep. Um, basically, there was no gold uh, awarded for, uh, for the category that we're about to talk. Was to- Stravinsky the judge? <laughs> He's the judge for everything. <laughs> um, the, the category we're, we're looking at this week is, uh, is sculpture subcategory medals. Okay. Okay. No gold was awarded. However, a silver medal was awarded for, uh, in in quotations, medals. In quotation was the name of the work. Uh, okay. And a bronze medal for equestrian medals. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that these guys have just taken existing medals from athletes and presented them as their work. It's like you haven't done what? your homework what? and you and you're like, "Oh shit, I left this really way too late." Yeah. And you just see an equestrian athlete wandering down uh, uh wandering down the streets of Berlin, you're like, "I will give you a princely Danish amount." <laughs> For that medal, <laughs> I'll bring it back. Though I just have, need to enter this weird arts Olympics thing. Yeah, but I mean, is it like uh, had they created you know this out of clay or something like that? No, like they ac- were like actual a- actual medals, forged like, medals. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was a it was basically a category for uh, for making uh, making medals. Um, Did they do this because they'd run out of room in the budget, that, and they that, were just like, "We need more medals." I think they did this because they were they were really really shit out of ideas. Is what is what <laughs> happened. But 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 also, yeah, they they effectively just went. You know what? Um, so uh, so your task uh, is to uh, should create, you choose to accept it? <laughs> is to create a, a medal, um, and if you do well, uh, then we'll probably give, we'll probably give you, give you, we'll give you uh, that medal back. <laughs> Which is basically what happened. What a fantastic silver medal. Here's a bronze. Here's a bronze. <laughs> it's the third best silver medal we've seen. <laughs> I, I still it still gets me that they can give out no gold. Like it's a scenario where you're like mm, And the gold well, medal goes to no. no. There's no anthem. No. We're not even having a ceremony. You guys how, can how fuck empty it off. was that podium? <laughs> it's just three minutes of silence. <laughs> With only like two flags. Oh, the best! All right, and uh, and so that feeds into uh, this fact, which is basically Walter Winans. He, he was an American. Uh, he is the he's the the uh, most famous uh, dual Olympic craft Olympic athlete or craft Olympian. <laughs> so he, <laughs> he's a craft Um So he's basically he's won a gold medal uh, in the uh, in the unfortunately defunct. Uh, running deer double shot shooting event what? in 1908, which we now call Buck Hunter, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's won a silver in the running deer team event in 1912. Uh, he's, so these were sports. These were sports, and he has uh, and he has added to these his gold medal for his 1912 sculpture. Uh, open brackets, an American trotter. 
close brackets. <laughs> this uh, this guy is is all about uh, is all about hunting and has uh, and has clearly just uh, just shot a pig, painted it, uh, made it into a sculpture, and submitted it and wins wins gold. So that, he that is amazing. So is he the only dual? Like Olympian slash craft Olympian? Uh, no, he's not. He's not the only dual uh, dual uh, craft Olympian. So uh, they also had uh, Alfred Chaos of Hungary. <laughs> yeah, I hope uh, I hope I pronounced that correctly. I and I definitely you have. have it. <laughs> um, he uh, he won two gold medals in, at the eighteen ninety six Athens Olympics in swimming, and then twenty eight years later, uh, he he was awarded a silver medal in architecture for his stadium design. Awesome, the best. That's he's so a he's good. a people's hero. Wow. At, at 1924, I assume he didn't bother going to 1928 because Jans Vels uh, was just <laughs> he had that wrapped, <laughs> he, had, he had that shit tightly wound. <laughs> Yarn was all over it. Yeah, like a cheap tie suit. Cheap tie suit. Anyway, so uh, so we now move forward. Our George Stewart Robertson Thanks for Coming Award goes to the country of Vietnam for uh, lodging their first ever gold medal. Good on them. That is awesome. That dude. That was the most legit. I don't know if you saw the photos doing the ten rounds. meter air shooting. T- so he's, he's done the ten meter pistol. Yeah, uh, he just looks like such a badass. It looks like you know, like the poster for a Bond movie. If <laughs> if Bond was if if it was set in Hanoi, yeah, it was just like he's there. He's got his like weird like little monocle glass like yeah yeah shooting that's the, glasses that's on, the best part of that. That, that, that cr- does nothing by the way. It just and, looks cool. And it's just this crazy large pistol. Yeah. It's just insane, uh, but he, he's done so, he's done so well for his country. He's, he's uh, broken the golden duck. Uh, yep. Vietnam, of course, had many other medals. Yep. I mean, not many, but I mean, you know, they had other medals. Two, uh, yeah. But this is their first gold. So yep. uh, first first time the Vietnamese anthem has ever been heard at Olympic Games, which is huge. Thanks for coming. So massive, massive, uh, and uh, on behalf of uh, George Stewart Robertson, the ultimate thanks for coming award uh, uh, recipient, we uh, we applaud you. Uh, so that brings us into Donut Spotlight. Yes, uh, we're looking at the uh, the small island nation of Fiji. Ah, yeah. our neighbours to the. <laughs> I, I, I forgot whereabouts Fiji was just then. I had a bit Pacific, of a brain fart. Definitely in the Pacific. No, I know it's in the Pacific, but in in terms of direction from oh, where we are, east. Our neighbours to the. <laughs> Tell you what, it's not south. Okay, <laughs> I know that. It's uh, anyway. So, uh, so Fiji, their best chance uh, previously um, has uh, ha- was uh, Glenn, architecture. Glenn, <laughs> Glenn Cable, uh, who was uh, who was an Australian shooter. Yeah. Um, he uh, controversially uh, before the two thousand uh, Olympics, he won selection for the Sydney Olympics team. Yeah. Uh, and then was denied his his spot on the team through weird nepotism. So shame on Australia. Okay. Because he's then gone. Well, I'm Fijian now, uh, and so he moved to Fiji. Uh, he's, he had a Fijian uh, grandmother, and uh, and from there defected, uh, and has been has been their best medal chance. But that is until the green light was given to rugby, and yes. my God, are Fiji good at rugby? Yeah, it's uh, they are just phenomenal athletes. So it's the first time it's been in the games for 92 years, I believe. We heard in the commentary last night. Yeah. Yeah, At and they've been counting down all of those years. Oh, it's insane! These boys are huge. They're, they I mean, only one visit to to a sevens tournament, uh, and you know, when you're sober for that, you know, opening Four half minutes. an hour, uh, yeah, you will you'll notice that those guys are just made to play this game. Yeah, com- completely. I, I and they are so short uh, to uh, to medal. There are uh, the Fijian men's team 
are a dollar oh five to metal. Like you just you you cannot get any value out of that, which no. is phenomenal because it means that there is a really 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 unbelievably strong chance that Fiji is going to break the dark at some point during oh, these exciting. during these games, and uh, and we're going to be here to uh, to cover it and listen to. I assume their coach give a Paul Ruse esque for those of you who've been waiting for ninety two <laughs> years. <laughs> here it is. Oh, the best! All right, and uh, and that is that is all that we have time for. Uh, oh. we, yeah, yeah, we're at, at the end of the show, so uh, we will be we will be with you in your ear holes uh, tomorrow morning uh, with but more with we, more news. Yeah, but we probably won't be here in a couple of weeks, not because the Olympics are finished, but because we've won heaps of money <laughs> and we've decided to book the next flight out of here. We're uh, we, uh, we're done. You 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 heard it here first. If we win all of that money, we're going to visit each of these athletes. <laughs> yes! We are, go- we are going to visit Kim Collins, Rashid Sadibi, and Jonas Kinder. Awesome. It's going to be the best. We'll see you tomorrow. See ya.